0: ramsey solutions broadcasting from the pods moving and storage studios this is the ramsey show it's where america hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money specifically your budgets your debt your work your opportunities to maybe get that dream job and truly live and give like no one else how about your relationships we talk about life whatever you want to talk about america we're here for you i'm ken coleman george Campbell joins me this hour, 888 5225 is the phone number. That's triple eight eight two five five two two five. 5225 Terry is up in Temecula, California. Terry, how can we help?
1: Hey, can you guys hear me okay? Loud and clear. Awesome. Pleasure speaking to you guys today. Um, got a quick question regarding, um, kind of a difficult work conversation I'm going to have to have, um, uh, I'm an insurance agent. I sell uh, property and casualty. So auto home um, umbrella, that type stuff. Um, and I just recently got my life insurance license last week. Um, and so it's time for me to talk to my boss <laughs> about, um, you know, I, I, don't believe in whole life or uh, universal life Good man. in line with, in line with what you guys, um, you know, kind of preach here. And so how should I have that conversation with my boss? and just kind of looking for some wisdom there.
0: Yeah, so before we talk about how, what what's the point that you're going to be making? What's the very clear thing you want your boss to hear? Don't worry about how to wordsmith it. Just tell me point blank. Go.
1: Yeah, I just want to make it clear that I have no intention on, on ever promoting or selling universal or whole life insurance.
0: Okay, great. And are you required to offer or to sell it? in a, and if you're talking to somebody, are you required? Is that something that they're making sure you do, or is it just, uh, one product in a, in a buffet, if you will?
1: Yeah, it's just one product in a buffet, I would say. Um, so you're not you know, required I mean, to offer, sell it. We offer term insurance as well. I'm not required at all to sell it. No, but I mean, the expectation is there that I'm asking about life insurance and, and, and pushing that, which obviously I believe in life insurance, um, you know, yeah. term insurance, but, yeah. um, yeah, I understand kind of the expectation.
0: Ex- yeah, and I understand the expectation is there, and I'm leading to answering your question directly, but I'm trying to get true context here. I understand the expectation is there because it's one of the products on the buffet, if you will. Okay, but mm-hmm. are they actively checking up on this and monitoring this? Is this something that you're going to have to confront sooner or later?
1: I, I I think I will have to confront it sooner okay. or later. All right,
0: so that's all I wanted to know. Because I, I, you know, to the point that it's not like an aggressive thing that you have to do, I wouldn't bring it up right now. But if you're going to have to deal with it sooner or later, then that's fine. Um, but what do you think the reaction is going to be?
1: Um, I'm honestly not sure. Um, I, I've got a really good relationship with the agency owner, and it's a fairly small agency that I work at. Uh, there's four of us in the office and, um, you know, I am the top producer in the office as far as selling auto and home. Great. And so I'm not, I'm not worried about like losing my job per se, but, um, you know, I just, I just want to make sure I'm going about the conversation. No, I got an opinion.
0: I got an opinion, but I, I, but, but I, I want to know one other question. So uh, are the other products, so everything but whole life, are they as profitable for the agency as whole life or is whole life more profitable?
1: whole life is certainly the most profitable that's what Um, i thought all right so
0: you're gonna have to make a business case on this and and when you go in and i think you got to go in not with a uh, posture of uh being indignant uh but just go in and be humble and and very clear hey listen just want you to know um I don't believe in this product I'm not knocking you or anybody but I just want to be up and up because I'm a number one producer right now and I just want to be very clear um, because it's gonna come up eventually why I'm not selling this and uh, I'm gonna make the company a bunch of money I'm gonna make a lot of people very happy and take care of them but I can't in good conscious conscience, conscience um, uh, sell whole life and now what you can't do is get sucked into a debate but if you've got a couple of key reasons as to why you'd lay that out very clearly and then sit back and it's almost like you're just gently pushing that, you know, that plate across the table and go, this is how it's going to be. If you feel like you got to confront it now, that's the only way to do this. And let's just, you know, I think the fact that you're a number one producer and the fact that you've got clear convictions as to why you won't sell it. I think, I think it's, uh, that's all you can do. I don't know that there's any other way that you can handle that.
2: Got it. Got it. How does that sit with you, Terry? I mean, you said you, you this may go very smoothly and he goes all right um it's understood you're not going to sell a whole life and if someone's adamant about wanting it you might pass it off to a different sales guy who goes oh my gosh thank you so much this is great thanks for the lead but i love that you're sticking <laughs> right, to your right. convictions and your values and thank you for the insider tip now we can announce to america that the reason they push whole life is because it's way more profitable than term life that's what i was right terry to. can you can you confirm that for all of us
0: listening
1: yes that is correct
0: but terry now that i answered your question i'm now going to challenge you you okay with that sure while we do not like whole life insurance at ramsey solutions and we're very very clear on our stance on that the fact of the matter is you have chosen to work for an agency that sells that product and they're not going to stop selling that product i doubt that you're going to lay this out and he's going to go terry you're right as of today we're getting rid of whole life as a product, and we're not going to sell it anymore. And we're going to talk everybody out of it. Like, that's not going to happen, right? Right, right. So at some point, you probably need to be prepared to, to go out on your own or go with somebody else who doesn't sell this product. I'm just telling you. you
2: I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying this is a conflict here. It's like working in retail, right. and they push the store credit card, and that's part of your job. Is you, you got to do it, and you have to say, listen, yeah. I'm not going to push the store credit card. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm working
0: for you, but I don't want to sell your number one product. <laughs> See, you're laughing, because part of me would go, well, then go work somewhere else. This is our number right, one product. Right, So I don't know how it's going to go. I hope it goes well, but at some point, you probably need to go somewhere else is what I'm getting at. That's that's what I think right
1: exactly and and that is something that I have you know thought about um, you know eventually, uh, like you said, either striking out on my own or going to you know a uh, you know an agency or or somewhere else that that doesn't promote it or with people who are more in line with with my values um, but uh, you know I mean I've only been insurance for been in insurance for about a year now, and yeah. this is I mean this is the first agency I've worked at and so yeah. Now that I have my life license, the expectation is that I'm going to be selling life insurance, and so I just wanted to have that conversation on the front end and get ahead of it.
0: Yeah, I again, I love your integrity, but the, the what you laughed at is the point that you're going to have to deal with, which is it's like going to work for an automotive dealer. They sell one thing, and you go, listen, I I'm not going to sell this one. I'm only going to sell the used cars of the other make. Be like, what the crap are you doing here? Leave. So, I mean, understand (laughs) that that's what you're going to be met with. And 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 I understand that. As much as I disagree with whole life, I understand why they would react that way. There's
2: other insurance fish in the sea. And our friends at Xander Insurance, for example, don't sell whole life. And so there are companies out there who aren't going to push these products. So there's other options for you if this doesn't work out. But I hope the conversation goes great and you're there for a long time and you're very happy.
0: Yeah. There you go. That's simple. But, hey, be prepared to move on.
2: Great reminder that whole life is a ripoff from from the inside. You heard it here first. George, you're so
0: spicy. Thank you. Wow. Hey, more of that coming right up. This is the Ramsey Show.
3: Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable, in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, half the cost of traditional home security. And my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring at simplysafedirect.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by George Camel, coming to you from our Ramsey Solutions World Headquarters. And i got to tell you, uh, a great crowd in the audience. Uh, Today in the studio uh, audience area, our lobby, it's a lovely place, and we give you free food, free food. cold and hot beverages baked goods yeah I mean. it's a lovely cafe when you come in it's our gift to you because we love when people come see us so it's a reminder that um we love when people stop by just uh, go to ramsey com and you can check the schedule and we'd love to see you and uh so we love to gift our audience with that that's something dave you know has made a, a staple here uh and then sometimes people uh, nice people give us stuff. We go out, and uh, twice an hour, we, we take pictures, we sign books, and there was a lovely couple uh, earlier today, George, uh, missionaries from the Dominican Republic, and uh, they just, uh, the team came in and they gave us some coffee. They both, uh, they gave you and I a bag each of so uh, some this. Dominican coffee, and you love coffee and I love coffee. How many cups a day? Uh, I'm a two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm about four. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All before 11 a.m. If I'm not caffeinated,
2: I'm irritated. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. So anyway, this is very nice. I'm holding a bag of Cafe Santo Domingo. And we teach generosity around very here, nice. So, and sometimes we're the beneficiaries of that, and That's it gives right. us great joy.
0: So there you go. It's very kind. Very nice people.
2: We we They did not tell us their name, so we're thanking them publicly. There we they go. were very
0: humble about it, so thank
2: you. Come visit us. You don't have to bring us anything, we promise. You don't have to, but Even I'll people receive, do that for like for I'll showers and gifts. birthdays. They go, guys, no gifts, no gifts. Yeah, right. But then you're the one guy who didn't bring the gift, because yeah. everyone else. So brought you're one the anyways. one
0: saying no gifts. I say, hey, I'll take your gifts. Ken will take it. I know this. You bring food. If George won't eat it, James will. That That's guy's true. never turned down free food. <laughs> like ever. So there you go. All right, uh, to the phones we go. Triple eight eight two five five two two five. Drew is on the line in Phoenix. Drew, how can we help?
4: hey good evening, afternoon guys good. Um, I applaud your hearts and your ministry thank you very much for what you do thank you sir i um quick question my daughter uh, just got into med school it's one of the more expensive ones that accepted her so it's ninety k a year whoa she's worked real real hard for the last couple years while she was making applications and and so far, this is the only one that accepted her. So of course, she said yes. Mm. She has about 25k in the bank. Uh, she has no debt. She lives at home. She drives a car that my wife and I uh, have provided for her, as well as insurance and gas. And we gave her a credit card for spending money. We're doing everything we can to help her out. So uh, I have encouraged her to not use her 25k towards her school, but just to use it towards de-stressing wherever she needs to. And I just was. Kind of wanting to throw that at you to make sure I'm not giving her horrible advice here
2: Well, I heard you mention that you've got a credit card for her to cover expenses. Yes. What's that about?
4: okay so so i uh, I like I said, I applaud your ministry and I agree with with every bit of it. The credit card thing. my wife and I have a credit card. we pay all of our bills with our credit card and get the airline miles out of it and every month we have a zero balance on our credit card so we're we're I don't know if that's considered double dipping and I understand why you can't encourage people to do it who can't keep a zero balance but that's just the way it works for us
2: okay well here's i you can do your plan that's fine you don't have to agree with every bit of what we teach but for your daughter right. to give an 18 year old a line of credit who is already broke and say just use it when you need it that turns into $5,000 of credit card debt real quickly. And I say that because I was that guy. Okay. And so that's my worry yeah, for yeah. her. She,
4: she, is not, she is not that guy. She's 25 at this point. Like I said, it's taken her a while to get in. Uh, she has no debt that we've paid for She's about to have undergrad. a whole lot
2: of debt, isn't she? $360,000. Yes, is.
4: yes, she is. Yes. Have, yeah, you run that,
0: have you run that number, Dad, through your head? Have you really
4: thought through it's, the
0: amount of that debt and how crushing that is and how long that's going to take her to pay that
4: back? I don't know what the other option is if her if her passion is to be a doctor. But this, this passion didn't start today.
2: That. The last, you know, the last 7 to 10 years were there conversations about, hey, I want to go to med school, what's that going to cost? coming up with a plan of how we're going to try to pay for that have you guys saved up at all to help with that has she been working to save it sounds like this is just you woke up overnight and went all right we're gonna go 360 grand in debt for med school and it's the only option
4: that's that's a a valid criticism um but can it, i push back
0: to so, so no so here's yes. the deal there's really no answer to that so so the issue is is that this is the only school that she's gotten into for a variety of reasons correct Correct, but it's not the only med school, and I can guarantee you, it's not the um, it's not the best option for her because of the sheer cost. Do you remember the last time you went to the doctor? You got a ballpark idea what that was. Remember that? Yes. Okay. Did you, at any point before the doctor examined you, ask him or her to show you their diploma?
4: Uh, where they went to school? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Why? Uh, they they pre-qualified with credentials just by having a place what but
0: you trusted that just because they have a doctor's office you just went in there and you trusted your body
4: to them uh well obviously with uh, uh consent to everything they were saying yes
0: right okay i'm but you see where i'm going here nobody yes, yes.
4: cares drew where your daughter gets her
0: medical degree from. So I would I, I would say if she can get into the most expensive, most prestigious med school, then she can certainly get into the other ones. And it's time to redial up and go, okay, I'm not going to spend $90,000. i am not going to go into debt $90,000. i am going to go to a place, and I'm going to see if I can get it for half that. And then I'm 25, I'm a grown woman, and I'm supposedly so responsible that she can make the money and cash flow her way through it. She's already got 25 in the bank.
4: So while she's in this med school your recommendation would be for her to keep applying to other med schools? No, I'm telling her not to go to this med school. I'm telling her to reapply and bust her tail
0: and buy the truth, not the myth that the medical school that you go to is any indicator of your success.
4: Yeah, again that that is that is not that is not part of the equation. The the equation as you said earlier was just that this Why is it not so, part so, of the so equation? When she applied to because it's the only one that accepted her yeah
0: but but my point is, is why i want to dig into why was that the only place that would take her
2: was it because of her
4: scores it's not not her scores were average and above um uh, but so the but most not, expensive you know, school you know, takes her it. but the other schools won't <laughs> you know what it was a it was a shock to all of us
0: i just don't think it's the whole story dad but i'm just giving you real advice i right? i i I just don't buy it. I uh, let me let me let me give you a, another perspective on this. I've got some friends who um, had to take the LSAT. I've got multiple friends who had to take the LSAT to get into law school multiple times, multiple times. And and where there's a will, there's a way. And they finally got in and and they did it. And I I just I don't buy the narrative that this is the only option for her to go into three hundred sixty thousand dollars worth of debt. So I'm challenging that, George.
2: Yeah. Uh, it. It just still feels like we haven't talked about this enough, and I want you to sit down with her. You said she lives at home, right? Yes. Okay, I'm going to help start this conversation and gift you guys uh, Borrowed Future, the documentary. So hang on the line. Austin's going to pick up, and we'll get you a link to watch that and a code, and here's all I'm asking you to do. Sit down with her this weekend. It's 88 minutes. Watch this documentary and have it spark a conversation. And you don't have to hope it's going to spark a lot of questions because there are some heartbreaking real stories. There's some inspiring stories. We uncover how the college system really works, and it really puts a bad taste in your mouth about the whole education system. And there's a lot of villains in the story from the student loan companies to guidance counselors to parents who are out of control. But it breaks it down in such a way that it's hard to argue that going $360,000 into debt is the right path for anyone or the only path. And what happens if she doesn't graduate? What happens when she's in residency and can't pay the bills? And all of a sudden, the dream becomes the nightmare. And she can't buy a house. She can't start a family. She can't have kids. That's where we're leaving this generation, when we're putting them hundreds of thousands of dollars into student loan debt to reach the dream.
0: Which becomes a nightmare, is the irony. And uh, well said, George. Bar our future, will show you the scary part. The back end of Every this. Every parent needs dream. to watch this with their kids. So true. Required reading and watching. Thanks for the call, Drew. Hang on. Hang on. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show, America. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by my colleague, George Camel. We are thrilled that you are here with us. We want you to find out for yourself why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. You get free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Make sure that you use the promo code RAMSEY to get the best deal.
2: Today's question comes from Brian in Texas. I'm 21 years old, and I make 60k. I've been informed that if I stay in my current position for just under two years, I'll get a raise and make 80 k Should I stick it out here and continue for the two years to get the raise, or should I continue to look for a better-paying position from a different employer? I'm saving for a home, and I'm trying to figure out the fastest way to reach that goal. It's mm. a good question, and in a trade
0: um, like this... Um as a, as a technician uh, of some type. He
2: just said master. he'll be a master technician. Uh, yeah, he mentions eventually. that
0: in the bigger question. And so this is some type of a trade. Uh, and so what you've got to make sure of, Brian, is that you don't leave uh, an opportunity to move up long term. If you go somewhere else, and let's say that you're making 60 now, and you go somewhere else, George, and he makes 70. But it's not as a it's not as good a long term prognosis by staying with his current company if they're going to help him be that master tech and then he's going to make that money and he sets himself up to either run his own business one day is what we hope so I'm okay with him leaving to get more money faster if he's qualified to do so. And it still sets him up for his long-term goals to be that master technician. So uh, that's that's the answer there. And you see this a lot. Young people, they really want that house, and they want to try to do it as soon as possible. But sometimes we can, we can try to do something too soon, and it hurts us in other areas.
2: Yeah. And you can't microwave this experience. And so if this company is paying for this training for him to become a master tech, and he loves this company, I would stay there. And the kind of part of the bonus there is after two years, you'll get this nice raise.
0: Yeah. So it's not
2: a bad deal. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever
0: wanted to hear the most popular calls that we take here on The Ramsey Show? Or do you love a good rant from Dave? Yes. We all love that. Those are
2: all rhetorical so far.
0: (laughs) Yes. If you want to listen to our take on current events, uh, if you want to see and hear the best debt-free screams that people love the most, we've got a new limited series titled The Best of The Ramsey Show, where you can get all those things and more. Uh, We hit on the current real estate market investing and how to take control of your life and money and your work in these crazy times you can find these special episodes on the ramsey show youtube channels or on spotify just search for the best of the ramsey show the best of the ramsey show on youtube or spotify you won't regret it check it out now all right to the phones we go triple eight eight two five five two two five john joins us in phoenix john how can we help
3: uh yes um how are you doing today
0: we are having a blast what's going on
3: Uh, Well, I'm looking to purchase my first home on minimal uh, credit history.
2: Okay. George is your guy. I I love these conversations. It's what wakes me up in the morning. Oh, really? (laughs)
0: Hmm, That and coffee. Well, give me some advice here. What
3: do you mean by minimal credit history? Um, Well, I've only had two credit cards. I'm 42 years old. I've only had two important credit cards. One, unfortunately, is on my credit right now as a negative for about $600. And the other one I opened up in April as a secured credit card for $300. And since I've had that, I have paid uh, half my balance off 15 days prior to my due date, and then the remaining balance three days prior to my due date.
2: Okay. And where does that leave you with a score? Have you been checking
3: your score? I'm at about a 585 right now. Okay. How much debt are you in total? uh probably about I'd say probably about $1600 total not including medical bills.
2: Okay, how much are the medical bills?
3: Medical bills is probably about 5-6000. Are you current on
2: those or are they in collections?
3: They're in collections.
2: Okay, cuz we're going to have to clean those up too cuz all of this is dinging your credit history which is not going to be fun going to a mortgage lender saying, "Hey, will you please lend me money?" Okay. And so I'm, I'm less concerned about getting your credit score up. Is that kind of your question? How do I get my score up so that I can uh, qualify for a mortgage?
3: Not necessarily. Um, I mean, I want to kind of avoid the sharks out there. that just want to eat people up and try to sell them something that they can't afford. Um, and me, my wife's a cancer patient, so I take care of the family on my own, and I make about 88000 a year with my bonus included. So I'm just trying to find something because our lease is up in March of next year. And if I go rent, I'm going to be paying over $2,000 a month and paying for somebody else's mortgage instead of paying for, for my own. And well, I don't, kind of I don't buy
2: that. into that mantra. I think renting is buying patience, and I think it's really wise to do. And clearly you've already been bitten by the sharks because you're sitting here in a pile of debt that's affecting your credit history. And so my A1 Correct. for you is to pay off all of the debt, and that means negotiating with the medical bills. If they're older, if not, we just got to find them, scrape the money together to pay those off and get the $1,600. I mean, you make 88000 and you're telling me your total debt comes out to about six or 7000 Correct. So we can pay this off in a few months. If okay. we're on a budget, we're pausing investing, we're getting gazelle intense, we're doing whatever it takes to get this debt out of our lives for good. And, George, I've got a question on behalf of John. Uh, if he doesn't clean this up,
0: he's not going to have the option of a mortgage. No, you're not going to qualify. Renting is all he's got. And, or if he did, it would be such a horrible rate and horrible terms. So I, I just want to make that clear. Renting
2: is his only option until he gets this cleaned up. If, if I'm in your shoes, John, here's what I'm doing. I'm going to pay off all of my debt within the next three or four months. Does that sound reasonable? Yes. Okay. Okay. After that, you are completely debt-free. We're going to get a fully funded emergency fund in place. Do you have any money in the bank right now?
3: Uh, right now, I have about $14,000 saved, and within the next couple uh, couple weeks, I'll have another $11,000 to add on to that. John, why aren't we paying off the debt today? Because I was saving up for a down payment on the house. We're We're
2: not ready for that. That would come later on after we're completely debt-free and have the fully funded emergency fund in place. So I know we're excited about the home, but right now we're trying to do seven things at once and we're not making progress. And on top of that, the down payment money is no good if you can't get a loan. Correct. And Mm -hmm. so follow the the plan to a T. Here's what we're doing. We're paying off all the debt today. You have the money in the bank and you're going to have some left over. Then we're going to restock that emergency fund to be three to six months of expenses. And then your credit score over time, over the next six, nine, 12, maybe 18 months, uh, worst case, will become indeterminable to where the the mortgage company is going to try to pull the score and they're going to say, we can't find one. John is invisible, just like Ken was in high school to girls. <laughs> there you go. Well Got played, him, George. Got him. Well played. And so this may be a longer term game, but guess what? That 18 months that you're sitting there gives you a lot of time to save up that down payment, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And now this home can be a blessing instead of a curse when you get into it. Okay. So we have to reset our vision for what that future looks like because you were excited to get into a home, you know, by March once this lease is up. But now it's looking like, okay, we're looking at end of 23 before we're even close to ready. And so I want you to walk into this with wisdom. Obviously, you guys have been through a lot. You guys are warriors, man. I'm proud of you guys. But I want you to focus on one thing at a time so that you feel the progress and so that when you do get into this house, you breathe easy. And you can afford the mortgage very easily. It's a quarter of your take-home pay on a 15-year fixed because you had the diligence to get rid of your debt so that you had your greatest wealth-building tool back in your life, your income. Do you feel the peace that that brings you?
3: Definitely. Definitely.
2: Okay. And you can go check out my episodes of The Fine Print. We did one on the credit score. We did one on the housing market and what that looks like. And I talked to an actual mortgage loan officer who talks us through what it looks like to get a house without a credit score. And I speak from experience, John, because I've done this myself. No score, and I got a mortgage. It's possible, and it didn't kill me. Ken, I'll tell you, a lot of people go, well, it's so much harder, and your interest rate's going to be... Nope, ran those numbers too. And if you put at least 10% down, you do a 15-year fix like we teach, your your mortgage interest rate is just as good as someone with an excellent credit score. Mm. So let's put that one to bed too while we're at it.
0: And uh, to uh, bring your uh, jab full circle. Can you tell him a little fired up about this,
2: Ken? I, uh, you know,
0: I matured. I developed into a a small-sized man. Wow. And uh married a beautiful woman and you he's did. gonna have a beautiful house.
2: It turned out great for it Ken. It did.
0: So you had to you gotta <laughs>
2: <laughs> You gotta sell the you end can, of the story. You gotta go through the desert, baby. Wow. There was some silver lining on that one.
0: Well, I had to bring it full circle, George. Thank you. I'm still wincing in pain from that jab. I'm sorry.
2: Usually I make fun of myself, but I thought, let's try Ken today. Yeah. You can take it.
0: I can handle it. I thought it was well placed, sir. Thank you. Well placed. Hey John, you got this, man. You can do it. The best is yet to be. Don't move, more Ramsey show coming right up. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show, America. I'm Ken Coleman, joined, uh, joined by George Campbell. Thrilled that you are with us. Our scripture of the day comes from First Thessalonians. George, you got to say that one slow. You you can't rush into that. Thessalonians. There it is. First Thessalonians, five eleven. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you were doing. And uh, we were doing that during the break we were saying nice things about each other we were yeah, after nice. I ribbed you in the last segment yeah, it was all good we came back good 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 natured ribbing uh, our quote from Tony Dungy look for opportunities to share a word of comfort and grace with someone today perhaps through a story of what God has done in your life hey I want to remind you if you enjoy the show please consider subscribing leaving a review and sharing it with a friend the show's growing bringing in new people all the time and that helps us so thank you thank you thank you if you would do that subscribe review and share and uh we will be grateful for it all right, joe is up in oklahoma city oklahoma joe how
5: can we help hey there guys my dad recently offered to buy me and my wife a new car but he would be leasing it um i'm just really calling in to see should we accept it and if we did
2: how do we go about that I don't like almost anything about the situation. That's a weird form of generosity because you're putting him yeah. into debt. Is it in his name and you're just driving it? Is the title in your name and the loan's in his?
5: So the title would be in his name. Um, no. And he would just be giving it to us and oh. we wouldn't have to make any payments. Oh, no. This is just no.
2: haywire, man. I would not accept this. I'd say, hey, I appreciate the generosity. Uh, it's very kind of you, but this is going to put you in a precarious situation and we want to own whatever we are driving and we want it to be in our name. And I appreciate that. If you want to gift us, if you want to write a check to help us purchase a new car in cash or a used car in cash, we would love that, but we don't want you going into debt and robbing your future for this gift. That's how I would put it as nicely as possible.
5: Yeah. Okay. What would he say to that? that? Well, I told him that, and he he, he just replied back um, to accept it and to, uh, uh, yeah, just to accept it. So me and my wife have just been talking about it. There's nothing, re- it's more of just in the talks, but no, my dad, uh, it's very possible it could happen. And so, um How's yeah. he
2: doing financially? Is he, like, in an amazing spot, or would you say, eh.
5: he He is, um, I think he's in a good spot, um, but... Now, managing his finances is another thing. So I think that's why it makes me worried. Yeah, listen, um, but listen, how old are you? I'm 22.
0: Dude, you're a grown man. Yeah. Like that whole knowing my dad is going to happen, and you're just resigning yourself to it. And I, and if you called us for permission, we're not going to give you the permission. If you called us for verification that what you were feeling is correct, that he shouldn't do this, you don't want him to do this, then you are, in fact, right. And you it's time for you to man up and say, Pop, I don't want it. I'm not going to take it. And here's the reason why. Thank you. I'm very grateful. This is not a good financial move for you. And I don't want to be a part of it. I don't need it.
5: Yeah. Do you have a car right now? Yeah. Me and my wife both have two cars paid off. And, and they're so- fine. Yeah. Are you yeah, needing to we're, upgrade we're one? Uh no, I would love a truck, but we don't we don't need one. So Now, let you know. me just Eyes say words.
0: this, Joe. There's no you can't stop your dad. I mean, if he goes out and puts a lease in his name,
2: but but you don't <laughs> have to drive it. You can say, "Hey, I told you not to do this. I'm begging yeah. you not to do it. I'm not going to drive it." And then it. tell him you're going to have to pay the stupid tax because you're going to lose money on this deal after you have to get out of the lease. Right. And I don't yeah. want that for yeah. you.
0: What do you think is motivating this, Joe?
5: I think um, a little bit of it is that whenever I was growing up, he, him and my family weren't at the place that they're at now financially. Uh-huh. And so I think now one of the things that plays into it is he wants to, um, you know, kind of, I guess, give me something we didn't have growing up. Yeah. Um, even though I wouldn't have had a truck growing up. Okay. but yeah,
0: I would acknowledge that when you tell him. Say hey, I appreciate what you're doing, and it's it's awesome, and I and I'm, but it it, I, I don't regret anything. I don't resent you. You know, like I I would add some of that to this conversation. You know, and if he wants to do yeah. something smaller for you, say hey, there's other ways that you could bless us that that I think are you know, much more financially responsible. Maybe a Jello of the Month Club. You know, I don't know. Is gift. that a real yeah. thing? The gift that keeps on giving. Isn't nobody that from like Christmas that. vacation? Nobody wants that gift. No, nobody does. It's my point. Like you don't need to bless us, dad. Like you don't have to give us something. Do you know and what I mean? tell yeah. me you
2: raised me to be independent and I'm a grown man now and I want to do this on my own and own it and really feel the ownership. And I feel like if you gift it to us, we're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. And so if you want to write yeah. us a check later on in life that can help go towards that truck, I'd love that, but- yeah. No pressure.
0: Yeah, just take the, the, the like, you don't have to do this, Dad, you know? Yeah.
2: And yeah. And that, I think, hopefully
0: comes from a spirit of gratitude and humility, and hopefully that'll work. So tough stuff, though. Yeah, appreciate the call. Yeah. Thank you. That's uh, a dad who means well, and but creates a really awkward situation, and then obviously a bad financial situation for himself. Well, how many
2: calls do we get where the kids are going, hey, my parents didn't take care of themselves financially, and now we have to? Right. And that's what I see in the next 20 years for this guy. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Let's go to Jacksonville, Florida. Gary is there. Gary, how can we help?
5: Yes, sir. Hi. Uh, this is a first-time caller. Thank and, you. And uh, I'm, just, I'm just on the back patio right now uh, uh, working on this generator, getting it ready in case they, uh, just in case the power goes off. Hey,
2: me and Ken have been but, there, uh, man.
5: Yeah, uh, we just don't know what exactly what this storm is going to do yet. Well, I hope you guys but, stay uh, safe.
2: Is it in your past? Uh, yes, sir
5: Yes, yes, uh, it, it's supposed to be up up in this area sometime tomorrow. Mm. All right, how can we help?
0: We don't want to take you away from that generator.
5: Uh, yes sir um, i'm I'm sixty one years old and uh, and I'm actually going to a a a financial advisor next Friday, but I'm wondering if I should just um, I'm thinking about retiring the next year and a half, two years and I'm wondering if I should just go ahead and take the money out, go ahead and pay my taxes up front and be done with it and be done with the stock market, what should I do? And uh, hey, that's a great
2: plan if you plan on running out of money in the next 10 years. Uh, <laughs> do you plan to live
0: past well, 70?
5: I hope so. I hope so, yes, sir. Uh, I would leave would that money off. in
0: there growing. Gary, don't do that. You're You're afraid because you see the stock market news every day.
2: Gary, let's say yes, you, you live to 90, right? That's, that's a high possibility. Yes, sir. Over the next 30 years, do you think the stock market is going to be in a better place than it is today? 30 years from now, looking at the track record of the last 30 years.
5: It should... It, the answer it, is yes, unequivocally. Be, yes, 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 yes.
2: And so what happens is yes. if you stay invested in the stock market, that money is going to grow and you won't drain the principal. Because what happens is when you cash out today and you start take, you know withdrawing to create an income for yourself, that money is just sitting there flat instead of growing. And that's how people run out of money in retirement. Yeah. So I don't want you to be fearful. I would contact a smart pro. Don't just meet with any old financial advisor and they will help talk you off the ledge, show you the charts and graphs yeah. and show you what the next 30 years will look like if you leave your money in. Gary, here's the deal. You haven't lost any money.
0: I know that you're looking at your statement and the value has dropped, but you haven't lost it because you haven't pulled it out. And let me just tell yeah, you, sir. the stock market as you know is a big money game. And and I'm telling you that there's a lot of money on the sidelines right now because of recessionary issues, inflationary issues, all the stuff that's going on and the people that are big money in the stock market that drive the price, the ups and the downs. They've pulled their money out for a season. They're going to put it back in. And every month when you are contributing to your 401k, you are buying stocks and everything you've had so far at a great discount. And when it goes up, you are going to cash in, Gary. So hang on.
2: Don't Stay jump on off. the
0: roller coaster. Nobody gets hurt unless they jump off. Hang in there. Be safe. Take care of that generator. Hope the storm doesn't hit you too hard. Mm-hmm. Hey, George Campbell, great stuff. Good the stuff. Awesome. We'll oh, we're just, shaking hands, handshake hands, now. Ever on Air.
2: <laughs> I love it.
0: To James and the crew behind the glass, you guys rock. To you, America, we do the show for you. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey, folks, Ken Coleman here. Did you know The Ramsey Show is one of the most popular podcasts in the world? Get your daily dose of advice on life and money. Check out all of our shows from The Ramsey Network wherever you listen to podcasts.